Hey, how's it going, universe? Welcome to another episode of Zoobox Goes to the Movies. Oh my god, another one. We're going to have two episodes this week. To the, uh, one of the finest 80s films ever made, Cocktail. Yes, or today, actually. So it'll be two today. But today, I mean, we had to talk about this. There's no choice. I don't have a choice. And you did a good build-up. You reviewed all of the other in the series. Yeah, I've been building up all week up to the Snyder Cut here. We're going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, as it is officially called. Um, Directed by Zack Snyder. Starring Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Mm. uh, Jason Momoa, Mm. Ray Fisher, Ezra Miller, and others. It's written by Chris Terrio. So what what does this say? Here's the description. Zack Snyder's definitive director's cut of Justice League. Determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince with plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. All right, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Fair. Fair fair description. Um, One, uh, is this canon or is... That's the big question. That's the big uh, question moving forward. We'll get into that. We'll get into that, whether or not this is canon. They've tipped their hat to say that this might be canon. Okay. Um, I wish it was canon. If it's not... <laughs> okay, well, let's do Let's do like 10 yeah. minutes uh, spoiler-free. Spoiler-free. Okay. For a little bit, and then we'll get into you know right. things we like, things we didn't like in more specific terms. Sure. So right off the bat, Dan... Now you like, tell me how you how do you feel about these movies in general? You've always been kind of lukewarm, so I thought it would be interesting to talk to well, you about it. So I've I've watched I just recently watched within the last like month I've watched Man of Steel, uh, the uh, director's cut of Batman v Superman. So I feel like <laughs> I I didn't hate them, but I wasn't in love with them. I thought yeah. they were yeah pretty lukewarm. So for this. I definitely think this is better. Did you? I I liked it more than the Joss Whedon one. Did you like Man of Steel or BVS more now than you did like years ago when they came out? Do you think they've aged well? Uh, Well, the director's cut of BVS, yeah, I think so. That's that's better than the theatrical cut. Well, it's yeah, because it's clearly the movie that he made. (laughs) <laughs> you know, because like there's things in the in the ultimate edition that just fill in those annoying right holes. Like, right, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I think I think the original, like when I first saw uh, Man of Steel, I was like, it's okay, definitely better than Superman Returns. Okay, like for sure. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, like it's a it's a good movie. It, it's got all the elements that you're looking for in a movie in an action superhero movie. Um, it was uh pretty pretty well written. You know, like I had no qualms about it. I just didn't. I just didn't go out in the street screaming, you have to see Man of Steel, you know, it just wasn't, it's not the master to me, you know. Um, No, obviously not. Some people, for some people it is though. I mean, Man of Steel, it's a good movie though. It's good. I like it more now than when I saw it years ago. I mean, it still has, this whole version of Superman has one fatal flaw to me and it's, I've never changed my mind. It's that the Kents are awful parents and to me, what actually makes Superman so exceptional is that he had good parents. Yeah, like but why, what makes you say awful? Dude, Jonathan Kent and Man yeah. of Steel literally goes to a young Clark Kent who has just saved a bus of, full of children from drowning and says, maybe you should have let him die. 
Well, I mean, I mean, okay, okay, that that's that's fair, no, but also, but okay, think put put yourself as a father, like no, in I, that position, yes. like you know that your son could be ripped away from you if anyone ever found out, and he could be. Yes. You know, like that's a realistic. I think that's no, more I, human. That's I think like, that shows the like the uh, uh, the confliction and the grounded know? the grounded nature of what Zack Snyder's trying to do. He's trying more to present, realistic. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to present this idea like, what if gods walked among us? Like, what would we do? How would people react? And yeah. he knows that uh, Clark would be a test baby if anybody ever found out. Right, if like. They could. Fucking keep the kid. If they could get him, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Actually, that probably would have been a more interesting story arc, maybe, of him having to go on the run as like a six year old and like fend for himself and like, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, we've all seen Smallville. You know what Yeah. Happens. Okay. Well, I, I can, I can understand that your criticism. Uh, I mean, I think, I think it's the best on screen representation of his parents. Oh. As far as like, even though uh, Jonathan is not in it much. You I know. think actually the Smallville parents, the Smallville Kents are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, they're pretty when good. Was, when, when was the last time you went back and watched that show, dude? Oh, like, dude, it's been a Honestly, though, because you know time. what? This is not about Smallville, but I will say I've seen every episode. I oh, well, I, yeah. I remember we were three or four because we didn't have – or we didn't watch it on TV, but uh, uh, our father he, – We he, bought the box sets when they would come it, out. Well, he he got like the first three se- two seasons or yeah. something on DVD back in the day, and I kind of fell in love with it, you know. Yeah, um, and then every year we would buy the new season. We wouldn't watch it yeah. on TV, but we would buy the season and literally watch it in a weekend. Like, yeah, and then yeah. you would go back and watch the first <laughs> again or whatever. So we were ready um, for a four-hour superhero I, movie. We were acclimated to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, will I will I say you know this movie did it feel long at parts, but I think the part there are a lot of uh, just drawn out scenes like that don't really have like in the beginning you know it's like fucking you know there's stuff going on I'm obviously we can't do spoilers and stuff but Bruce Wayne's walking for a minute and you're like okay like they're setting it up um, which this movie I think plays better than the Joss Whedon one just as far as I feel like I went through a whole story like i got every part and i enjoyed that a lot about this because and that's something that is really hard to do with we saw man of steel may be different but batman v superman the difference between theatrical and the director's cut it does have all that exposition and all that like just that 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 talks between people that flesh out the characters and makes you understand why they're in the position they are or whatever it makes the movie actually flow better like it doesn't feel as clunky as the theatrical one feels long and clunky of a bvs but the three-hour one actually feels like a quicker sit because it just makes more sense and you can engage with the material more clearly you know um so you so you thought it was like out of out of 10 stars what do you give justice league I was sitting anywhere between like seven and a half to eight, seven to eight, like somewhere in there. I, it's kind of I, I tried watching it again, um, and it it does lose its luster, I think, on the second round, just because it is exciting to go because it was such an interesting experiment, I think, for Warner Brothers to do. Um, it because I I read a little bit about it online. They said it was about ninety percent finished uh, when Zack Snyder left the project as far as you know what they shot and then i think they had spent 260 or 270 million they dumped uh, another on, 150 when we came on 
to do reshoots. No. Well, that's not what what I read. Did not say that. It said oh, they okay. did. It, it said that they spent. They were wanting to do ten million for reshoots or whatever, and it ended up costing them thirty. Oh, okay. That's what I. That's what I read. Well, and then this this new established this new one the new Zack Snyder cost them another seventy million. Yeah, which for them I think that because they already had the material and if you're because this only exists because of hbo max it could not exist in any other format like you could not have released a four-hour justice league movie in a movie theater even Zack snyder would have had to cut this movie down like he would have had to make made a three-hour movie at max and warner brothers did not want that they wanted a two-hour movie yeah i was like after watching this, I was like, Zack Snyder would have been in some fucking trouble if you tried to cut this into a two-hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much going on, and there's so many plot points, there's so many characters have to be introduced. And I guess that's the disappointing part of you know, uh, cinema, that as we're evolving, I think long-form content is becoming king. And I, I think, you know, because this movie, they, Warner Brothers wanted to put it out episodically at one point. They were yeah. trying to convince him to do it. Um, and obviously no, that, he, that was uh, no, that was uh, well. Apparently, there's you know, there's so many rumors of behind the scenes stuff. There's a lot of internal bullshit over at Warner Brothers. The people that run DC and stuff did not ever want this to see the light of day. Why? They, they just had they just had bad juju well, because, with, because with, of canon. No, with well, they just had bad feelings, I guess, with Snyder about how it ended, and because they basically fucked Snyder over, they openly fucked him over. They were being, they made him change his vision to begin with, because this Justice League is already a compromised version. Even the four-hour cut, like that's not what the original plan was. And mm-hmm. then he, they had babysitters on set to watch him to make sure he was doing something that they wanted. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So, so like th- th- this being his original vision has already been compromised. Well, it's, it's like after BVS, there was fallout from BVS. They were already in production on Justice. Yeah, but League. how much of what he's got, how much of what he did in BVS was his? Would you say? What do you like mean? how much of that was his vision? No, was that's hundred percent. That's one hundred percent Zack Snyder's movie. Oh uh, well, honestly, this movie's better. No, so. no, in this in this version of Justice League is one hundred percent his version his vision of the movie clearly it's very much in line with those other two yeah. movies um but like he had decided that like okay well we'll lighten it up a little bit that's why the movie's a little has a little more like heart a little bit more softness yeah. to it there's like, a little more like, humor in it uh a small spoiler when uh the flash says to bruce wayne you know well what is your superpower and he goes i'm rich like rich. that is you rich. know yeah, no. so that's also yep. in the Wheaton cut. That was a trailer moment. Like, was that was that in the Wheaton cut? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Which people were surprised that it was Zack Snyder's line because everybody thought that was a Wheaton line. So that was kind of the, one of the fun things about watching it was to see what Zack Snyder had and hadn't done. There was a lot there, though. Oh, dude, there was a I mean, like This is people like some people were saying like, oh, it's just the same movie but longer. I was like, what are you talking about? Even yeah. the scenes that are the same feel completely different. He, well, completely, what, he cuts them differently. They play out differently. There's uh, like the score is different. Everything is different about it. I would say the greatest, the, the scene that I can think of, there's three scenes that stand out in particular. So this is, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody in this part, but I would say uh, when they fight in the, like the sewer thing, that yeah. like part, like a major part of that set piece was stayed relatively the same. 
Um, yeah, yes, yeah. That that fight, you know. Anyway, and the Superman fight. I think that it was just stayed pretty close. I think a lot of it is just they're just longer versions of them. In this one, they're just longer. There's more shots. There's more things, and the context changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like Whedon went in and did a lot of inserts with the Flash. Like the Flash in the Whedon cut is more of like the character who has like an arc. Whereas in this one, Cyborg is really the one. It's Cyborg and the Flash that kind of have more of an arc, where they didn't really have that in the in the uh, in the two hour version. Which mm-hmm. after, well, I guess I'll just give my general what I thought of it. I think I give it like first viewing. I like an eight, like a solid eight. Could go up on rewatch. I could get, I could fall in love with this movie. It is kind of everything I had hoped it would be. In in terms of like, I just wanted to see him complete his vision. Like I wanted to see that. So I'm going in expecting a Zack Snyder ass movie. That's what I was looking for, and I got a Zack Snyder ass movie where it's like it's big, it's fucking unwieldy. It's trying to balance all of these thoughtful ideas, but he's such a bro dude, and he's too like he just wants to make everything look cool, and <laughs> um, and I I feel like I got that. Like he looks at these characters as like modern myth, they're legends, they're they're gods, yeah, and, th- and that's how he treated them. Like this f- movie felt like a fantasy film. I mean, it felt like a fucking Lord of the Rings movie. It was fucking huge. It's like epic. Yeah. Yeah, it's so epic. Whereas, like, you go look at the Whedon cut, and you're like, "That's like a TV movie compared to this fucking thing." I mean, this thing is like, this thing is like a big, slow, lumbering epic. I mean, it's like the first two hours. It's set up. It's just setting it all up. But you feel those two hours, like it's slow. Oh yeah, it's very slowly paced. But those the last two hours, like shit, dude. Like it just goes by so fast. I mean, I I think I like the setup in movies oh, more so than I, even, I I enjoy like learning about the characters because honestly I'm not a big superhero guy so besides I know a lot about Batman and Superman the most out of in this crew yeah like I you know so you get a little more exposition and uh I I I don't know like what what are you gonna say what are you gonna say about a guy that has a vision and he is able to tie it like it sucks that movies have to be two, two and a half hours. Well, it's yeah. And I think if they were to ever continue on with this, I'm like, just do this every three years, just put it on HBO max. Give me a four hour justice league epic, like make well, the mean, movies and put them out in theaters and then have your big epic. But they'll never do that. Cause they need to make a billion dollars when they make a movie like this. Well, so this, is, this is the thing. This is the thing that I, I don't understand. So with HBO max, you know, they're probably getting what fucking I, th- I think I was reading earlier. It was like 30, 40 million people. I think, no, they jumped to 60 oh, after, oh, after Christmas because okay. basically they came out and said like they're like, yeah, the thing about putting movies on HBO Max the same day they go to theaters is working out for us. Yeah, well, I know they're projected like to have 120 million or something by 2025. I was reading yeah. um, AT&T owns HBO, so. And Sony, they own everything. They're fuck whatever. Well, AT and T. Well, they don't own Sony. They own Warner Brothers. Time Warner or Warner Brothers. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, AT and T is the reason why this exists. Yeah, but they're making probably. You know, I don't know. I don't. I'm not going to do the math, but it's hundreds of millions of dollars right now. Yeah, but they're taking. They're going to take a loss for like five years, and they already know that. Yeah, they they may take a loss for five years, but if you look at Netflix, they have two hundred and two point something million people worldwide 
uh, I think 80 or 90 or 120 million US or something like that, it's, or 70, 80 million, whatever it is, they're raking in on average eight to ten dollars a month. No, 15. Per person. That's like the cheapest end is 15 now for it, Netflix. Is, but, it, is that true? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Are you sure? I'm not paying that much. Yeah. I think you are. I'm paying twelve ninety nine. That's what I'm paying. Maybe. Well, maybe I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they just upgraded and didn't tell me. I have no fun clue. Or like you know, like you log in one day, you're like whatever, and you just click. Through well, every click year through. it's gone up. It's gone up like every year or two. But okay, anyways. but they're so they're but, making but, but, literally yeah, but Net- a billion dollars a month. Yeah, but Netflix is also uh, has been consistently in the red for years. Yeah, at one point, but now they're they're probably got to be. Well, because you got to like you have to establish content. You have to have the content for people to subscribe to your service, and they've realized that like, yeah, having like all the movies there is a thing, but people really will sign up because of your shows. Like, so if you no, create yeah. good shows, good movies, things people want to see, then that's what they're going to do because they actually could want to get away from the model where they have to pay licensing fees to studios right. for their movies. They don't want to do that. They're, they're not like Paramount that can go launch their own service and have 500,000 yeah. movies, whatever, right well, off the get. I mean, HBO is the same way, though. Like, the, the, the leg up HBO has is, like, they have the entire Warner Brothers library. Like, that's a, yeah. a, that's a big, good library. Okay, okay, okay. We, we, we can but talk no. about this on the live stream because we don't want to... We don't want to. <laughs> it's just about the Zack Snyder's cut. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I guess we're out of the spoilers. You know, spoiler zone. Yeah. So we're gonna we're go into, into spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. We'll do some spoilers and stuff. But those are our general thoughts. I I really like it. Um. I don't expect that opinion to really change. I think it is. But if you don't like what Zack Snyder was selling before, I would not expect you to like. I this. still I still think his best movie is Watchmen. That's me. That's my favorite Zack Snyder film. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say like Watchmen, maybe you know three hundred. I don't, I don't know who who he's got. Like, I don't know, I don't know how how involved he is with the music in his movies. But his the music in all his movies are always great. Like, no matter you know, like when Aquaman uh, is walking out on the pier, he's like drinking Jack or something. You know, he's yeah, like, the Nick Cave song. Yeah, and you're like, you, yeah, dude, like that's cool, man. Well, but then, you know, using he's... Tom Waits for the trailer. Yeah, but something uh, like. Uh, but no, but something like that is a perfect illustration. That same moment is in the Whedon cut, and it's completely different. Is like, it? I this, dude, honestly, see, in, I in this, remember. No, but it. In, this, in this version, it's like somber and slow, yeah. and Aquaman is disillusioned, and he's like fucking tired, and he and doesn't then the song. Wanna, he doesn't want to accept his responsibility, and he's going out there. He's just living the life of a wastrel because he doesn't want to like step up. Yeah. And uh, I maybe that's why I connect with it. That's me. <laughs> well, I actually, I like Jason Momoa in this version. I thought he was great as uh, I, Aquaman. He wasn't so cheesy. He was like, uh, and you know, because that was when they made that whole like they tried My to man. do Thor, like Thor and uh, uh, the guy from Guardian, uh, Star Lord. Like you know, like Thor and them, they have that arguing back and forth, or Thor and Iron Man. They tried to do that in the original in the Whedon cut. It was very apparent. Uh, that they tried to have it was uh who was it was it Aquaman and Batman or Aquaman there were, there was a tiff there was Aquaman and Cyborg Cyborg yeah well they were they were, there were some one liners that involved the two of them like the, the, the cringiest ones but they were like talking shit to each other at one point like they're kind of like well Aquaman talked shit to everybody he was talking shit to everybody 
Yeah, but I still like the my man moment. I can take it. It wasn't my in man. I don't think it was. It wasn't. Yes, in it the, was. Yes, it, it wasn't was. in there. Yeah, it was. He says my man while yep. Cyborg throws him. But it, but it's not cheesy as because like like you said, it's the same exact scene where he's you know he gets dragged up in the air by the three wing dudes. Yeah, and then he throws a spear, and then obviously he's falling and whatever, and then Cyborg grabs him and then you know tosses him. And he's like, my man. Like, he does do it, but it's okay, not right. as freaking stupid. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't stick out to me. Like, it always stuck out to me in the other cut. But that whole sequence, that whole ending is so much yeah, more yeah. badass. Yeah. Like, it's actually, like, a fucking great, like, set piece. Where it's yeah. got a great pace. It's got a great rhythm. It builds towards the end. It's yeah. this, like, epic conclusion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. showing yeah. back up. And, like, oh. and then, but even just the beginning when Batman's, like, in the fucking Batmobile, like, just tearing ass and, like, oh, it's so, like, I, like, you know, I'm not, like, a giant superhero fan, but I am a huge Batman fan. Yep. And that, like, dude, it got me juiced a little. I was, like, I felt like those, those fucking Marvel tards when they start creaming over <laughs> seeing, like, Iron Man's shoot I up am the Iron air. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a good moment. I won't I won't take it away from them. That was a good moment. Honestly, whatever. Didn't phase me. I watched that shit. I was like, this shit's fucking dumb. Like every other fucking movie I've seen. Everyone's like, I've been I've been on a journey with this guy for twelve years. Like, yeah, whatever, dude. Listen. You know, I'm sorry. Well, like people all because somebody like was kind of like a, I think it was Prophet. He's like uh, in the comments. He's like, he's like, I think every he's like thinks every Marvel movie is is the dumbest thing ever. Watches, they are awful. Watches Justice League five times. Uh, but like, I would say this. I think, and I've said this to you before. I've said it tons of times on the podcast. I would rather watch an interesting failure. I'd rather watch somebody swing for the fucking fences like this, like this, this and try this would, something yeah. or BVS or Man of Steel. Like he swung, he swings for the fucking fences. He doesn't always connect. But that is way more interesting. Like in 50 years, people will be talking about Man of Steel, BVS, and Justice League in a way that they will not talk about the hundred fucking Marvel movies that are out there. Because they're not special. They're not like a singular vision. They don't feel authored. They all feel like TV episodes. Black Panther. What are you talking about? Well, Black it's Panther. All... Yeah, yeah, they're going to be like, remember all the white people that made that a box office hit? Yeah. Well, directed by a black man. So it, matters. it counts. Written by a black man. So you're good. Starring um, a black man. Yeah. About a black hey, man. Hey, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. He was a good, good actor, actually. He was a good actor. You know, uh, but th this this is one of those movies, man, when I'm watching it, and I was actually kind of excited. Like, I really was when I sat down to watch this movie. I was pretty excited. I was, I checked the night before. It was like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and I was like, what time is it actually coming out? And it was 4 a.m., uh, Eastern, and I was like, it's 3 a.m. I'm like, okay, I'll just go to bed, and then I'll just get up, you know. Yeah. And I got up at like 7, and I started watching it. That's the first thing I did. It came out, hit power, you know, yeah, fucking... Some, that's what I did. I got some coffee. I'm like, oh, all right, baby. It's And then yeah. and fucking <laughs> my son walk, wakes up, Foster, <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't want to watch this. I'm like, you're going to have to chill. Yeah. <laughs> you, want me put, you will get the hose again. No, yeah. uh, there, there, this is... It was fun. Like, it was actually... It felt like an event. It kind of felt like a fight, like a big boss battle or, or like you're about to watch a big UFC fight because you have the old uh, Justice League, which you're like, ah, it's OK, whatever. Uh, and then you have the new one and you feel like, OK, who's going to come out on top? And this one definitely comes out on top, I think, in every way. I think cinematically, I think the way the fucking bad guy looks looks better. I like Darkseid is in it, which is cool, which I don't really know much about him. 
uh, and like you, it really does feel like a fantasy film, you know. Actually, like, well, now that I'm thinking back on it, it, I mean, it has a lot of fantasy elements. Steppenwolf is an actual character, like he actually has oh, yeah, motivations. He, like, yeah, he's a failed demigod or whatever the fuck he well, is. Or he, he fuck. I think he tried to overtake the throne. That's what yeah, they allude to. He did something fucked up to Darkseid, and he's like, yeah. or Darkseid, and he's like. And he's like trying to get back in his good graces and like and he has to, to destroy fifty thousand more yeah. worlds. And he's like, he's like, dog, I'm on the first one. Like, it's gonna take forever. <laughs> it's like, but I found the fucking mother boxes, dog. Yeah, I yeah. found the mother boxes. <laughs> no, but like, but then he goes, oh, but he found what was it, the anti life uh, formula, the, the anti life equation. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah it's equation. Stupid comic book garbage. What the fuck? But, is this but shit? that's you know the whole thing with that is to subjugate people and make every basically turn everybody into parademons it would give them yeah. control of superman i mean to yeah. jump ahead we get a preview of what they wanted to do with justice league 2 basically was to do nightmare the nightmare world which that is when they're all in the dystopia that was so that was like supposed to be where justice superman superman's the villain because something yeah. happens to lois and he freaks out, and he's going to... Because that's like a, a vision. It's a premonition because of... They set it up in BVS, where the Flash basically is coming back through time, which is something they tease in this movie, that the Flash is starting to learn that he can turn back time. Yeah. With his super speed. Right. So, so I assume that at some point in the Justice League 3 or whatever, the Flash would fucking turn back time far enough where they could... They figure out how to beat him, and then they go back in time. Um, I imagine that's how you would end like a, a Justice League trilogy, having teased this time travel ability. But he does it in BVS, and you see the first vision of the Nightmare World, where Batman's yep. in, he's in the duster coat, yeah. and he's fighting the Parademons, and Superman's the bad guy. Well, that they showed you another Flash at the end of this movie, another like vision that Bruce has because of that temporal warp oh, that Bruce. happened. Oh, so he's actually I so he's seeing nightmares. And shit. So he's seeing the future. Because he says, actually, he mentions it in this. He's like, I thought it was a nightmare, but I think it was something else. Something dark is coming. And that's and then at the end of this movie, what does Darkseid say? Or Darkseid, I can't remember. Is it Darkseid? It's Darkseid. It's Darkseid. Yeah. He's like, he's like, well, fuck it. We're going to do it the old-fashioned way. We're just going to invade. Yeah. And that's where you would end up with that nightmare world. So they would have the nightmare world movie. So you're saying that the, the Justice League 2... Will be the build up to that. No, it, it would have been. What, I don't you, know. They're not making another one. This is the problem. Like you were just saying, what is and what isn't canon? Uh, 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 frankly, well, okay. I've heard that like, the Flash movie is going to be used to reset the universe. Like they're basically going to take. No. The plot. This, is, element. this works. This works. This works. Do this. You don't have <laughs> no. to make a whole other movie. Just I wish they did. I wish they would. I trust me. I do. No, I but I'm just like saying. Like this is perfect. This is great. That you, train. They, that train might have left the station, but that's the thing. No, Dan. But hold on, are... no, why? Why would they have to come back? Not just for reshoots, Sean, but they shot additional content as well. They shot. Or, they basically shot that nightmare scene. So they it just... make. Why would they add that if they were not? Oh, because why would Warner Brothers say, "Okay, we'll throw another ten million dollars, five million dollars to do this one scene, this because, like last ten minutes of the movie"? Because they said he could do his movie, bro. That no, makes no, oh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has said in the interview, he's like, he's like, he's like, no, I'm pretty sure they're done with me now. DC. Yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, because they asked him, like, why did you end the movie like on a? It's not really a cliffhanger. It's like a, a potential preview. 
yeah. you, can look, you could interpret it different ways. But, like, it is kind of a cliffhanger. Why do they not like him? What did he fucking do? I think he was just... The way... What happened between the time BVS came out and they started production on the Justice League, I think there's a lot of sour grapes there. I mean, this is what you see. What you saw was, like, this is what happens when fucking studios come in and they don't have a vision. They're looking at the... They're just looking at, like, how can we maximize profits? How can we do whatever? And because these are such giant corporate fucking monster movies, like they're no, cost I so hear much you, money. But like when but you go th- look at movies that are have a vision, they do well. Well, that's exactly well, that's exactly right. Like, it, like there is no world in which even like a three-hour version of this movie is not more is not uh, received better or worse than this than the Whedon cut. The Whedon cut is a bad movie. It's just not a good movie. It's clunky. It's not very. It's not paced very well, and it doesn't have any soul. You, to fe- it. No you feel. You feel the struggle between the studio the Whedon, and yeah. and Whedon, and and you know I'll say this. I feel bad for Joss Whedon because he was obviously he came in after the fact was hired to fix something that was unfixable, and because they were like, we need a two hour movie. That's all they wanted. I want a two hour movie. So he went in, did the reshoots he had to do to like kind of restructure the story, cut everything fucking out of it, and gave you the most bare bones version of the Justice League possible. Tried to add like other elements he thought maybe people would like because it works in Avengers movies. Like when you mm-hmm. see like the Russian family. Do you remember the Russian family? Yep. Yeah. It's not not in this movie at all. Thank like, God. But that, that was annoying backstory. Yep, that was just a Whedon thing. That's just like because that's something you would see in a Marvel movie, and. uh but I do. I kind of feel bad for him because he's kind of left holding the bag for when he just kind of was hired to do a job. And he's no, be, yeah. And he gets totally shit on for this movie. They call it the Justice League, and which, I mean, I, mean I don't think just, it should. It shouldn't have had paid that. though. Yeah, well, he got, I'm sure he got paid pretty well. To he do probably that. got paid. He probably got paid ten, fifteen mil or some bullshit to come in and, and clean it up or whatever. But it was supposed to be basically. They were like, "Hey, do this, and you can make a Batgirl movie." And he was like, "Okay." And so they're they, making a Batgirl movie? No, they took it away from him. Just, just, just Whedon got canceled, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, because of uh, the stuff on set of Buffy and stuff. Supposedly. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, hey, everyone's getting canceled. Even people on the left now—they're eating their own. Teen yeah. Vogue uh, editor going gone. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I do. I think people should watch this movie. Yes, uh, I think there's even a port, a point you could honestly. Watch this in two sittings. Like you would yeah. not have to watch it all together. So if you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna watch the two hours tonight, and then I'll finish the second half tomorrow," like you could realistically yeah. do that. I think once like the scene in the sewer, once yeah, that's over, and Aquaman yeah. shows up, you could take a break there. Yeah, and, which I, is about I think it's about two hours into the movie. I think I think people should watch it. And, and the thing is, is in my like I was reading some of the reviews, and. I was pretty disappointed is like why people did not like because because it's I don't know what's going on in Metacritic. I have no fucking clues going on with these people. They're so disconnected because you look at the the um, the people score, whatever that yeah, is. User, user score. score. Yeah. User score is like eight point eight, eight point nine yeah. like on all the Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's certified fresh from the users or not certified, but fresh. You know, people like the movie. And then all of a sudden the fucking critics, it's like 50 like overall, well, they, and, and you start reading it, but it's like all these movies are all the people that are reviewing them are like a bunch of nobodies. How do you get? How do you get fucking like this is the thing that makes no fucking sense about Metacritic? 
Like, how the fuck can all these... Like, you just have 50, 60 people come review a movie, and they're all, like, of one ideological perspective. And oh, they yeah. just all that's, think the same. That's the problem with film criticism right now in general. But, it's just it's not very diverse. But, that's they, the but a lot of the user score, though. There are some people that I mean, the user score it can be gamed. So there's a lot of people that are very emotionally invested in this movie being people like getting good reviews and stuff, because uh, that it was a big fan campaign to make it happen in the first place. And um, I just that's, can't I mean, that's why that's why it exists years. because it's fucking four years of people like f- flying banners and doing things yeah. in Times Square and uh, constantly doing hashtag campaigns and yeah, so, sending letters to Warner Brothers and blah blah blah. But um, but they they are reacting a lot of times because there's <laughs> and it happened when they announced that they're like, oh, you're rewarding toxic fans, like toxic fan behavior because for years everybody was like, there is no. Snyder cut. That's what like the critic consensus was. Yeah. If you were like a professional in the industry, you're like, there is no Snyder cut. Snyder cut doesn't exist. And then even when, even when they fucking uh, announce it, they say, well, to see that he needs all this money to finish it. There was no cut. It's like, dude, they obvi- he obviously had an assembly cut. Like they didn't have the VFX done clearly. Yeah. yeah. And some of the VFX, That's- even in this version, are a little rough. They're actually yeah. not up to par. To what you would expect the movie like this to be, but that's yep. because they did limited budget. The the scene that I, I got me that I think was very noticeable was the uh, when the box in the Amazonians the Amazon, are, yes. and like you're in, you're seeing like the everything. It's like really just, which I'm sure they were on time or like not like you said, not a very big budget for that. But I guarantee you, most of this stuff probably went to uh, VFX. Like no, most I think of the a lot- money. No, a lot of it did. I know most of it did. Because uh, I know you knew. I know that he had a score. Junkie XL had already done that score because that's a completely different score than the theatrical one. Theatrical mm-hmm. one, Danny Elfman came in and sampled. Classic. And he sampled, but he, all he did was sample. He sampled like the Batman '89 one that he wrote. He sampled the Donner Superman uh, thing, and then he used stuff from uh, BVS, the Hans Zimmer like Wonder Woman guitar. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's well, still the best. That is the best. That's like, awesome. It's, it rips, dude. dude. It, it when when she that is one of the great a uh, great scene where Wonder Woman is the first time you get kind of get introduced to her as Wonder Woman, and she goes into the uh the the bank, bank or whatever, and she dude that shit still looks so good when she's like blocking all the bullets and the way she's it looks so much better than the way she looked in uh the new wonder woman for example like it looked so awesome well, like she I think, felt well, because, badass uh, because those effects were done cuz th- that scene there's a version of that that's in the theatrical cut and yeah. this is another prime example long, of like when you actually have like a director who has a vision and he's not trying to cut the movie down to his barest yeah. that scene was fucking awesome yeah dude it's I mean, and, and the bad guys are like really evil fuckers too like they're, they're yeah. just there to kill people <laughs> yeah they're literally like we're uh, we're like part of a cult. Movie, have you ever seen the movie Fight Club? <laughs> yeah, we're restarting UK society. I guess like yeah. that's what they're saying. They're like yeah, we're well, just gonna, the, yeah, we want to take do. take society back like two hundred years or something. Yeah, but you're just like only in the UK. Like, what do you? What? <laughs> and like, like, dude, you, like honestly though, I will say this thing about the movie: there is some really dumb fucking premises. Like when you really think about some yeah, of this shit, you're like, yeah, it's really comic, you know, book, dumb comic book shit. Yeah, yeah, but you're just like, ah, uh, because some moments are so good. Uh, one moment that really irritated me, it irritated me a little bit. So, fucking Flash at the dog place, you know, and he moves right, 
and he goes because like that that uh that chick he they're looking at each other you know whatever she gets in the car accident she, he has to go save her his shoes explode which makes sense right yeah like his all of his clothes should have exploded off yeah like that would have been any balls yeah, yeah. no but like you know an all ball you know cover like a hot dog over his dick it could have been funny right like like that would have been good humor that would have been funny if they would have, because they, they hit a <laughs> do, do an Austin power, doing an Austin Powers joke. <laughs> no, I mean, but like, I don't know if you, but like, that would have made just that much more detail would have just impressed me because I'm like, oh, the shoes exploded. But I'm like, this motherfucker's wearing blue jeans, Levi's, in a sweatshirt, oh, and yeah. also, and also because like it doesn't make sense when he's moving in that scene, his clothes are getting blown in the wind, yeah. and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like only his body can handle that movement. The clothes yeah, well, they would just make a stab- point. They, they make a point. Bruce Wayne literally points out his, yeah, his I know. Of the NASA stuff. Yeah, the, well, the yeah. going to space and heat so friction doesn't, and doesn't burn up on reentry. Yeah, right. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, this whole movie's fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> and not to mention, you're gonna tell me that this guy's fucking suit is built to withstand reentry into the atmosphere, but he can go to the fucking speed of light. Yeah. Like you would in like you would just in, like you're nothing that it's uh you're you're fucking done, dude. You're done. You I don't have to mention they never never explained that like dude like once you go like to the speed of light, the reason why we cannot go to the speed of light is because like mass is so heavy, you become so heavy. So he should be stronger than like anybody. Because he should be able to fucking move some shit. If you can if you can move your path yourself up to the speed of light. Because things get heavier the faster they go. Like you should be able to fuck up, fuck a Superman. Something, some things you just gotta let go. You know. Well, he does. He's able to. He's able to at least shove Superman. Well, not. I mean, kind of dodge him. I would say it's more of a dodge, more of a a brush off, like get away. Oh, know, even move. that scene is so much better. Like when they bring Superman back to life, yes, which is the yeah. first time. The first and time it makes they've... sense why Lois is there all of a sudden. I like, know. It right? makes. <laughs> fucking sense i was sitting there i was like because i remember watching the server like what bruce just had her hanging out in the fucking bat cave like the bat wing or whatever just fucking on standby like because yeah. he knew because at least it doesn't make you because know, well the whole point of batman if you actually look at like the history like i used to work with a guy who's really big into comic books he told me this but like batman had like has a database and it's actually used in the later comic books i guess like in civil war or whatever Batman had a way to defeat every superhero. Like, yeah, a way to yeah. Like, he had a database. Like he knew all their weaknesses, and mm-hmm. I, I know in the comic book someone gets a hold of it, and then you know whatever, and they systematically go after everybody. Yeah. So at least it would make in my mind watching the original cut, I was like, oh well, Batman would be probably prepared. Like that's what he's known for being like a super genius. Yeah. Like guy. So. I mean, that's what, like, people's, like, criticisms of BVS, like, well, Batman would, like, hate Superman. But, like, he wouldn't trust him. Why would he? Like, what are you talking about? That's Batman's whole thing is... Well, even, he, got, he got caught up in the propaganda. I mean, he's, like, a, he's jaded, and he's cynical, and he's upset. He's in what a place... What this fucking he, movie? Well, he's in a, well, in BVS, he's in a bad place because he's been doing this for 20 years, and the world still is shit. And he's lost everyone he's ever cared about, and it's cost him a lot. Gotham still sucks. And he's just like, what the fuck? And now there's this dude who could literally level cities with his fucking eyes. Yeah. And he says, he's like, this is my legacy. He's like, if I do, if I could stop this, like, then my, all this has been worth it. Like, that's how he feels. And then when Superman makes his great sacrifice, he's like, oh, okay, well, maybe he's a good guy. His mom's yeah. name is Martha. 
Yeah, yeah. Martha, why would you say that name? Why are you saying he's just like punching yeah. the shit out of him? I it's don't know. Just, give the guy a chance to talk, man. It's you one know? of those things that makes sense on paper, and then but in execution, you're like, that's it yeah, sounds that's, goofy. That's well, I mean, it's also just happenstance that both mothers are Martha. Well, so well gotta, yeah, but yeah. on paper, it's like, oh, this is how super, our Batman realizes Superman's humanity because he's like he also has it makes him realize like, oh, he has yeah, a mother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. this gives him an opportunity to stop Superman from going down a dark path be- if he can save Martha. Like, the movie doesn't yeah. do a great job of, like, doing, like, telling mm. you that, but that's what's going on. And another thing about this fucking, this whole entire, this is both Whedon Cut and the Snyder Cut, dumbest fucking line in the movie, probably. This but. fuck is so stupid. Hey, like, you know, they're obviously, uh, Martha Kent gets her home back and everything, and Clark Clark says to Bruce, he goes, oh, like, how, how did you do this? He goes, I bought the bank. And I'm like, why would you buy the bank? Why don't you just pay the fucking, buy the thing, buy the fucking house, give it, put her name in it? What are you talking about you bought the bank? What are you fucking, you're an asshole. That's what you are. You're a fuck. like, no, 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 no. I didn't That's buy the house. I bought power. the fucking bank, That's and then I made power. my employees suffer, and I fired 500 people to pay for your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I was like, watching that too. And I was like, I was like, why didn't he just buy the farm? Like, yeah, like just buy the, the bank. House. Maybe doing? he was just being cheap. How much? Maybe how much was it? Cheap. Probably, let's say like modern times, five six hundred thousand dollars, maybe. I don't know, but they probably bought that house for fucking nothing. And I'm sitting there. Clark's what, thirty five, forty years old, probably at least. Oh, oh, Clark is. I think it's like 35. They probably that. bought that house, fucking in like the if we're talking about modern times, probably in the nineties. 80s 90s well like the Kent's 80s, had it. yeah it's the kent's house what, i think it's their family it's their family it's the kent farm yeah. how is it not paid off what is going on you here? know what's going on with farmers in this country for the past 50 years then not think, if you're a black farmer they'll give you, think, you fucking free shit you, you think they're making money hand over fist these farmers well these i'm not saying farmers? hand over i'm not saying hand over fist but jesus christ man i like well, but, what, like, if they, what if they had to mortgage the farm because they needed to yeah. buy equipment like what if or, something breaks? Or, yeah, like, or like you know, they they had a couple bad seasons with so some droughts and shit. You know, exactly. they had irrigation equipment. Yeah. You know, yeah. I see, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> Although you think once Clark was on the scene, like you wouldn't really have to worry about those things. That's what I was. So capable, but... I was like, you're gonna tell me Clark Kent, Superman hasn't beat up a fucking few bad guys that have some money? Can you imagine like teenage Clark comes home from school, his dad's like over by the kitchen sink and he's like grabbing his back he's like yeah just really yeah. taking the toll clark's like yeah. that sucks dad yeah i'm yeah. gonna take a nap yeah i like uh yeah uh no but i also i also liked all the stuff with uh cyborg i thought it was good like yeah that, he's that actually, actually a character really enjoyable yeah i really love cool. the stuff with his dad and they actually set up kind of this deeper deeper layer to the universe that's going on and what's going on behind the scenes and them investigating this alien tech and trying to figure it out and I thought that yeah. stuff was actually pretty interesting, and it seems like, and they tease that it's going to be Down something, th- and they tease that they're going to do something with the future, which, obviously, I don't know, you know, if that's ever going to happen. Obviously, well, at uh, least at least Snyder got to go out the way he wanted to, I guess, with like you know, that's cool. No, it's it's a great, it's it's a cool thing, just because of especially because of the circumstances uh, by which he had to leave the project, like his daughter committed suicide. I, and the studio was like, isn't that so fucking slimy? Like, <laughs> the studio was like, uh, yeah, sorry, Zach. Oh, if you gotta go, you gotta go, but we're gonna put this thing out. Well, I, um, 
into it and like like the schedules and give a month everything. Give a month. No, give a month. I well, don't think Zack Snyder thought anything less of them doing that personally. I, I why he it's, it's he business. These guys are investing two hundred and fifty million dollars yeah, into a Zach, fucking movie. Zach, like yeah, but Zack Snyder had done good for them for years. Like Zack Snyder's right. been working with Warner Brothers since the mid two thousands, three hundred to all the way here. And he gets completely fucked over because they got cold feet. Understandably, I suppose BVS gave them cold feet because critics did not like BVS. One of the reasons critics don't like BVS is because yeah, it didn't, it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Why do they care what the critics say? The critics say? Does it make you fucking money? Look at dog. Transformers. Dude, I, there's movie. no way Transformers 4, 5, and 6 even got yeah, good but, ratings. But, but the online chatter is not the same. Like The audience that were to go see BVS was completely soured by the way the internet works nowadays. The Transformers, yeah, that, everybody expects those to be bad. Nobody cares. When are we going to stop using the internet for fucking, like, uh, deciding everything? No, because that's how people, if you're if you're a fan, you go to movies or whatever, people go check reviews and stuff. If you're, like, if you're, like, say, our brother Ryan. Ryan's like a guy who goes, checks Rotten Tomatoes, see if it's worth his time. Well, depending on what it is. But if it's, like, you know, you're going to tell me that this movie, this movie could have got a fucking zero. People would still go see it. They yeah, would, but it, it would still make money. If this movie got, if BVS had gotten like a 70 or an 80, that movie makes a ton of money. I'm not saying like right or wrong. People have a right to not like it. But a lot of times the re the reactions to BVS all had to do with the fact that like Marvel just got it right. These people are trying to do this grim, dark, serious bullshit. Like we don't want that. We want our superheroes to be and uplifting. Then you see the, and then you see the Joker. Like oh, the Joker you know, makes a fucking billion dollars or whatever. Well, yes. Ex well, because that's it, it reviewed well. Uh, people were yeah. interested. Joaquin Phoenix given like a, a big. I'm telling you, man. I think that was a fucking psyop. Because <laughs> I don't know if you saw what happened this summer. Pretty damn close. What? The end of Joker. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. when they all like, like predictive like, predictive programming. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what they're they doing. Programmed people to be. They jokes. also put Waco out on Netflix and just saying. I don't know about you, I'm I'm, fuck, I'm radicalized. <laughs> I'm radicalized. But uh, I, that David Koresh guy was all right. Yeah. If people had like say this movie comes out, this Justice League is actually that more uplifting, upbeat, kind of gives you those fist pump yeah. moments uh, of heroism and uh, loyalty and duty and responsibility and actually being acting as a hero in the way that those other movies didn't, because you have Man of Steel where he's trying to find his way, doesn't really know what the fuck is going on. Clark Kent's trying to do that. Then you have BVS, where it's like a very cynical asshole Batman, and then Clark Kent trying to deal with, figure out whether or not he actually has to be a hero because he's just because he has superpowers, he has to like kind of kind of kind of come to terms with that. Yeah. And then in this one though, you get like a full circle with all that stuff, where it's like, no, we are heroes. We're the best. We're the best of the best, and nobody is going to be able to do this except us. So we got to step up. And, and that's that's a cool thing. It's that is more, I think, what people wanted out of this, like on a very superficial yeah. level. Well, I think uh, Warner Brothers and DC, they they will not be successful. Until, you know, you need a coordinator, and I think Zack Snyder could have been the the uh, who was the dude? It was what was it? Joss Whedon and the other guy, the famous guy in uh, Marvel. Uh, the Marvel guy, Kevin Feige. Yeah, Ke Kevin Feige isn't that Feige? That? Feige or Feige? Yeah, Feige, something like yeah, that. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin Feige, Feige, you need a guy that have that kind of control and 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 like you said, uh, vision, 
of where the series wants to go and what it wants to be. Yeah, what and I DC they, has never had that. Well, and they try to play catch up. They're which is well, wrong. What DC fucked up by rushing a Justice, trying to rush to a Justice League movie because that precipitated. You could have milked the like fuck BVS, out of this. Like BVS is is really the third movie. It should not have been the second movie in a in a franchise. Like it should have been like Man of Steel, and then maybe do Man of Steel two, where you kind of introduce Batman, and then you no. do BVS, and then you do like no, a like, Flash what, movie, and then you do, do, what do they did. Justice League. Do I think they should just do what they did with have a Batman standalone film? Have a fucking Superman standalone film. Have a Flash standalone film, or well, maybe they they, they may are... interact. And no, I know, but they rushed it because, like, okay, this is no, the thing. Did. The the Avengers ended, and that was a big climax. I didn't even really like the movies, but I was like, you know what? I've been on this journey. I'm gonna yeah, see it through. Yeah, I'm gonna go see this movie because I've seen all these movies. Yeah, you know, I the first movie I saw in the military was Avengers. Mm-hmm. Came or no, actually, it's a lie. It was Dark Knight. It was the Dark Knight. I think we went to see the Avengers before. No, it could. Went, there's right? no way it was the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight came out when I lived in Alaska. The Dark Knight uh, Rises, then maybe. Yeah, it, must it was have 2012. Rises. May yeah, it was 1st, rise, Rises then. Yeah, May first, 2012. But that's when I went in. I just remember those were the first movies I really saw. But uh, yeah, I saw. I had been there since the, since Iron Man all the way through. If they would have just slow rolled it, and then they would have had a whole nother series. That, that all these comic book fans, they could now attach themselves to and drive a whole no, other 10, yeah. 15 years. Like, That's they didn't do saying. that. You they know? needed like four movies before a Justice League movie came out. No, and they, they, they needed, needed like, to establish the characters that okay. were going to be in Justice League in but, in their own movies. Exactly. Except, except for maybe you could have done Cyborg in the Justice League movie. Only yeah, like, like this. Yeah. Kind of like you could have done this because that ends up working in with the mother boxes and the alien tech yeah. and stuff. So yeah. you could have still done that. But like, uh, yeah, but they definitely rushed it. But part of that was because they were constantly in a state of defensive reactionary mode because Man of Steel, like that's like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, under slightly underperforms, doesn't make $2 billion like they wanted to. So they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? Okay, well, we're not doing Man of Steel 2 anymore. Can we put Batman in a movie? Can we do a Batman movie? They're like, well, we don't want to do a Batman movie. Well, can we do a Batman and Superman movie? Like that's a big event. That'll get people to the mm-hmm. theaters then that doesn't do as well as they wanted to, and then it just snowballs from there. Yeah, well, they should have fucking just stuck by their gun. Like, there's no conviction. There's no, you know what, man? This didn't work out, Like, but it's okay. We, we believe in the vision. It's all about gratification. Like, And this is the one thing that they've done smartly. You know, like you said, with HBO Max, they're going to be in the hole for the next, you know, five, six years or whatever. But it's smart because you're, you're, investing in your company you're investing in yourself you're like we believe in this platform and we think it will work mm-hmm. they weren't willing to do that and do that with Zack snyder if Zack snyder could have created a darker universe and like a darker like more gritty like it could have been really cool could have been fun that's what i'm saying like i think yeah because that's when they originally pitched the dceu it was supposed to be like the opposite of the mcu where they were going to be more grounded a little darker stories and then but there were also one of the mandates they had was like we want director driven movies so Zack snyder was doing his stuff they hired james wan to do uh to do aquaman they're like we want it we want a james wan aquaman we want uh you know we want uh zach snyder batman stuff we want a bruce or a ben affleck batman movie like we want those we want your director's stamp on these stories because we don't want them all to feel the and same. bad affleck's not doing that anymore no know? no he's not 
Honestly, I don't care. He's a fucking SJW. Fuck him. Listen, um, he's a great Batman. He's a great Bruce Wayne. I mean, he's pretty good. I, I, I won't like say he's not. He must have. There's that the last scene in the movie with Martian Manhunter comes down mm-hmm. to talk to him. He must have shot that like a month ago. He's super Why? skinny. Have you seen like recent pictures of Ben Affleck? He's very skinny because he's doing a movie in Boston right now about being like a, a, bar, a bar guy or something. Guy goes to a bar, but he's super skinny. And then I was watching this. And I was like, holy shit. He's like, he's That's skinny. why they had him in like super baggy ass pants and shirt. Yeah. Probably yeah. put some shit under there, you know? Yeah. Like to fucking fill him out. I bet um, you Ben Affleck is so happy though. He doesn't have to. He's like, dude, he, I know he sucks. hated getting in shape like that. He hated it. Uh, you think, dude? BVS, he is like a fucking monster, dude. He's huge. He's fucking huge. Like when you see him doing the uh, the workout, like when yeah. he's prepare, getting ready to fight Superman. Yeah, it's he's fucking like r- ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the sledgehammer scene, you're like, yeah, he's ripped. Yeah, we get it. We get it, guys. <laughs> ben Affleck, like, but if you work that hard, you gotta have your like. I'd want that. I'd be like, I want every it. scene, no yeah. shirt. I want, yeah. I want every scene. I need to be lifting weights. But you're, bat- but you're Batman. No, no, no. All right, but hey, man, go check it out. That's my thing. That's what I say. Yeah, I would say definitely. If you are a fan, you gotta go. You gotta see it. I think even if you're just curious, it's it's worth checking out. It's long. It's four hours, but like Dan yeah, said, rainy you day could, movie, dude. It's the best. Oh yeah, it's, but it's very easy. It would be an easy movie to break up over two or three nights if you really wanted to. You can uh, do it too. That'd be fair. Honestly, like this would have played great as a miniseries. I'm glad that I didn't have to wait like four weeks. And get an hour a week. I'm I'm very happy about that. But it would have it would have worked. It would have worked in that format, especially yeah. considering how how like slowly paced the first half is. Because it's all build up. It's all character introductions. It's all and he mm-hmm. takes his fucking time. Every character gets a beautiful introduction with their like own song. Even Lois Lane gets like a really nice, sweet introduction. Yeah. Like his these he's like man, these are all heroes. And I think he also was like, this is the last time I'm going to be able to do this, and I'm going to lay it on thick. And he did. And he and did. He did. And, I, and I like that. I like it. I wish I wish they would have just just let him do it. Justice League 2 and 3 at the same time, back to back. I say. I think that's One what they were going to do. That was the original plan. Ah, dude, they just fucked up, man. They, they fucked up. up. They fucked like, Max. and Max. maybe you know, honestly, Zack Snyder's kind of a pussy, so like, it wouldn't surprise me. He's not a pussy. What are you talking about? Zack Snyder. He's a big old pussy, dude. Karate chop you. Fucking daughter dies. He has to drop out of the movie. No, I mean, come on. Like, come on, man. No, it's awful. Uh, but it, oh, it's, what is uh, it like to have a job, Zack? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's Fucking, awful. Some people wish they could uh, have a daughter kill themselves and work on a superhero movie. <laughs> some people dream of that life, Zack. I don't know. I, what I, I, I Did you What's not see that? We can talk about it later, but did you see the Geese and Gamers thing? Yes, I did. It's, it's it wasn't little, even that big of a deal yet. Yeah, it's a little blow, but, but everybody's blown away out of proportion. But uh, well, well, they make it seem like Geese and Gamers, like he's he had to do it for legal reasons, for like the the found the foundation or whatever. Yes, that's yeah, what it was. If people are there's these are people that were involved, and they're called the Fandom Menace. They call themselves. There's a channel company called Geeks and Gamers. Has gotten very big over the past few years. They're heavily involved in the release of the Snyder Cut stuff. Very mm-hmm. supportive of Zack Snyder. Raised a ton of money for suicide awareness and prevention. No, Char- it was for his foundation or whatever. For his foundation, um, like they, the night Zack Snyder slagged them off on a live stream, 
uh, they had already raised fifty thousand dollars like that day or something. Like it was. Yeah. Well, of- I think they raised eighty or something. But well, well, like, as far as I know, is from what I heard and was reading about it from try to find unbiased sources. Zack Snyder, like there was something to do with their on the foundation. They had the Geeks and Gamers logo, mm-hmm. and that's not legal for whatever reason. And so he and they didn't get it removed for some reason. It was supposed to be removed. Geeks and Gamers were aware of it. But they just didn't know that that he was going to say that. Yeah, but so it kind of took him by surprise. Yes, because he actually said it without, I think, knowing who some of those people were. Some of those people work for Geeks and Gamers that were in the all, chat. I I think most of them did. I think all of them no, did. Two, it was two of them. It was two, no. two. Two of them were the guys that actually like were involved with Geeks and Gamers specifically. The rest of them were guest panel. Well, like Uriah, whatever that dude. No, he worked there. Uka, no, Uka, whatever his name is. Yeah, like he's super lefty dude. He works for yeah. Geeks and Gamers. Yeah, and this Ryan guy was another. Yeah, one. but the, uh, I don't all see, the I'm other not, people. Yeah, I'm very disconnected from this sphere. Yeah, so I could be wrong. I uh, thought I thought it was all, but you're probably right. But it was cool. It was really like amazing. Like they didn't freak out. They were no, professional. Because Zack Snyder's there, they're not going to fuck that up. But uh, uh I mean, because they could have, because everybody afterwards freaked out, and they did these long twelve-hour streams. <laughs> Be like, this is fucking scumbag. What's that guy? That that uh, the black dude that goes on Timcast sometimes. Ripa. The black dude that goes on Timcast. He's like Ripa seven sixty nine. Oh, you're talking fucking uh, uh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, dude, I caught I right before we got on, I was just like having a smoke and I was just looking at YouTube videos. I thought he was on. And he was talking about this, so I scrolled back to the beginning. He's like, he's like Zack Snyder is a two faced snake motherfucker. He's like, we don't do that where I'm from. I was like, I like Rippa, dude. He's cool. No, he's, he's cool fun. people. Uh, but like um, no, apparently he sings metal appar- too. He's, apparently, he's a uh, metal singer. You didn't know? That makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, no, apparently, uh, Warner Brothers. Was, yeah, they made him was mad. Was mad at Zack Snyder, and a lot of this had to do with online shit, where these fucking these people that work for outlets, critic outlets, yeah. they're all spam- they're, they're they're all <laughs> spamming Gizmodo. They're shit. all yeah, they're all spamming fucking uh, uh, slash film. They're all they're all spamming like the representatives of Warner Brothers, saying that they're involved with a hate group. Yeah. Which is basically these people just talk shit about nerd just, stuff all day. Like this and, is what and they, they, do. They, they do shit on the anti woke or the woke culture yes, shit. Yes, they so. do. That's that's what really where they got their found their fame. That's why they're the so big. Class. Yes, that's why. Well, so they big. you know what though they're pretty objective. I think for the most part, like I, you should go listen to Geeks and Gamers. Uh, the main guy, I think his name is Joe or whatever. He put out a video and he goes, "Listen, man." He goes, "I have no problem with what Zack Snyder said. I think it took us all by surprise, but I'm really." Su- proud of the team and how they reacted and they didn't you know let it get to them and they and they went in about their business they had, like it was business well they had forewarning that it could be brought up because it was the logo is still on no, the charity page and yeah. it was like well, no, they, they were they, expecting they, that they they knew that it was not supposed to be there so he had to they didn't know he was going to say that there yeah. and, but, but Zach did it also but the, he, in the same sentence basically yes. without taking a breath he brought up about anti-asian yes. stuff it basically and it made it sound like he was implying yeah. that they were yeah. a, a hate group like, like i don't know if he meant to do that, that or not or like you know, i don't know if bit. he meant i don't know if he meant to do that or not. i think I have no he was idea. reading something from a piece of paper and then he stopped and then his mind just went okay and i also want to say this you know like yeah because he's a scatterbrained dude if you watch interviews with him He's like, it's really hard for him to like get out like what he's talking about. Almost like his movies. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but but anyway. yeah, 
I don't know. They were all like, I mean, that gave them some good content. They got to make a little money hey, off that drama for tonight. Good for them, you know. But like, good for them. Well, somebody brought up a really good point. They're like, I think it was actually it was, you know, credit to him is that the Jeremy from the quartering. He was like, oh. he's like, don't fucking do this. He's like, do you want to get people like Zack Snyder to come and talk to you? Don't fucking freak out like this. What are you doing? You guys are fucking drama queens, and you're showing why you guys nobody wants to have anything to do with you. Oh, so the geeks and gamers people freaked out? Yeah. Oh, dude, that guy, the the head guy, I think I think his name is also Jeremy. Mm-hmm. They all they all did like a twelve hour live stream like after it happened. They well, were on for hours. And they apparently yeah, they doesn't... were talking some major shit, revealing personal behind the scenes stuff, but with Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers and all this stuff, they're like as as a couple people I watched videos because I saw some clips. I didn't watch the whole thing. And somebody's like, you should unlist that fucking video. Like, you guys have crossed the line. You got to stop. And that's kind of what the quartering guy was also saying. He's like, why are you doing this? Zack Snyder literally says he's like, he watches all the YouTube videos about Snyder verse Snyder cut stuff. He's been watching it for years. That's why he does interviews with people. He knows who they are. Mm-hmm. And he knows who likes them. So he goes on the channels that are friendly to him and he talks to him because he actually knows who they are. He's actually plugged in. Zach, we like you. We exactly. Like you, Zach. Zach Snyder. Now that if you've you make obviously it into an got, hour, you've obviously got to the end of this and, uh, just, I love name, you, just name it. We love Zach Snyder and the Zach Snyder justice league cut. That's what you <laughs> yeah. Hey Zach. Yeah. Hey Zach. Call, buddy. Give, give me a, a call, call. Buddy. I'll be back. Put your man. Personal, put your, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me six months. I'll be in shape. Yeah, dude. Like good. I could do, I could probably do a Ben. How about Affleck a really act. grounded Batman, just out of shape, just yeah. losing his Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> real cynical, really at the bottom of, bottom of, uh, bottom rock bottom rather. How about a yeah. Batman interpreter, or uh, what is it called? Uh, what is it called? Elv- impersonator. Impersonator. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could be one. He could have like, to save me in the yeah. beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then he could say, "I'm not wearing hockey pants." And hockey pants. Yeah, I was just gonna say. What's the Why difference what? between yeah. yeah? What's the difference between you and us? I'm not wearing hockey pants. Yeah, it's the greatest one line. See, but that's funny. Okay, anyway, we got to go do a live stream, and we can't run too long tonight. So, okay. all right, wait. Check Thanks. us out on D Live, right? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, bunch of links in the description. Yada yada yada. You know it. I know it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye.